Gulf Injustice Podcast, the official podcast of Detained in Dubai with Radha Sterling. Welcome to the Gulf Injustice Podcast. I'm Ryder Sterling, and today we are going to be telephoning a client of ours, Grant King, and giving him the surprise information that he's been waiting for, that he's finally been deleted from the Interpol Red Notice database. He was wrongfully reported to Interpol by the state of Qatar, who failed to comply with Interpol requests for further evidence to back up their uh, listing which is a tactic of Qatar. And often in extradition cases like that of Connor Howard, he was arrested in Greece subject to extradition proceedings that Qatar initiated, but they failed to comply with requests from the Greek courts to provide that evidence to back up their request. So Qatar has a reputation of punishing people by the process. They don't actually expect to be successful in an extradition request. They don't expect to be successful in keeping a red notice active, but they know that they can abuse Interpol's database by simply listing someone. And the whole process to have that person removed takes a minimum of nine months. So that in itself is a punishment and it's absurd. So anyway, let's not keep Grant waiting any longer. Well, guess what I'm holding in my hand then? (laughs) You can't can't see it. I'm going to send it over in a moment. But it is official confirmation from Interpol that you have now been removed from the database. Ah, brilliant. So um, they dated that yesterday, I think it was, 15th. No, they said it was done on the 12th, and uh, they've just contacted me today. So that's been completely finalised. You've now got a certificate that you can travel with, and you're you're free from any issues. Brilliant. Okay, so I, I can literally travel today if I want to. Absolutely, yes. And what I would say is just carry this uh, certification with you just in case anyone yeah. still has those historical records that they haven't updated yet, just on the yeah. off chance. Um, but you, you've got that, and I'll send you over the letter of explanation as to why they have uh, removed your name. As you know, yeah. they gave you that that they gave Qatar that extension, and under a little bit of pressure, they decided to limit that to two weeks. And in that two weeks, Qatar still failed to comply with their requests. So um, they deleted it on that basis. Right, okay. Okay. So so a bit bit of celebration for you tonight? Yeah, yeah. So we we actually, obviously, because we we know this whole lot is obviously just based on hearsay rather than any facts. Obviously, when when we spoke a couple of weeks ago, um, we got a bit excited then and just booked a holiday before we're going to book something because we're so confident and we know there's no evidence whatsoever. We know there's nothing. And then obviously, the two weeks went by and it was like, we heard nothing. And obviously, being through this whole process, we're like, could Qatar just chuck in something, even if it means nothing, just to kind of start a process? But obviously, that's when we start to um, think things. Um, yeah, when we're, we're kind of didn't have to. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah so I, I mean, just... you, you you tend to overthink things. I mean, you can't do anything else, can you? Yeah, it's just yeah. a helpless situation, a hopeless situation. Yeah. So do you have any tickets booked or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We booked, we booked um, to go to Menorca on uh, the 2nd of oh, July. Oh, fantastic. Kind of, like, so, um, yeah, I just wanted to book something just to kind of like have a little bit of a... I say, even though it wasn't 100% confirmed, we know Qatar has no evidence because it, it was all bogus claims. Yes. Um, we know 100% I've done nothing wrong, so... Now, when we got the confirmation that 
they've given Qatar two weeks was like, okay, well, this now should mean that there is an end in sight. And so we able to book something a bit excited last week or two weeks ago and book something. Okay, fantastic. And when when are you going again? Second uh, of July. Second of July. Second of July. So we gave it a little bit of time. Well, that's good. I mean, look, they already suspended the yeah. notice before the deletion anyway, so that would have um, per yeah. Know, gone to Spain and Spain has historically not been so bad anyway they've detained people sometimes for you know a few hours but they've let them go and ultimately they, ha they haven't been jailed or anything like that so it is a good safe place to go to sort of build up your confidence to travel as well yeah 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 Brilliant. yeah um obviously that's great news um I mean my, my, my next thing is now was like I, I through this whole process, I think it's been that it's been such a stressful, horrible, and one of the worst processes I've been through um, my whole life. And I, I want to know what, what can we do now to try and make this right um, and take this further. Because I, I don't want to just leave it there. I don't think what Qatar has done is right. I don't think what Interpol has done is right. Um, and as, as great news as it is, I'm now off the list. It's still been nearly two years of stress and problems and. Uh, health issues, money issues, family issues, everything issues. Um, so I, I, as much as I'm excited and happy that it's off, mm. I still don't feel complete. I still don't feel... Well, that I mean, so it's, it's only a part... It's not really a vindication because you shouldn't have been on there in the first place. So you're just yeah, going exactly, back to... Yeah. You, you're just going back to before. And when you have suffered something like that, yeah. you do want to be... You know, you want that vindication. You want compensation and, and you want assurances that this wouldn't yeah. happen again to you or someone else. Um, so I think 100%, yeah. I mean, as we've as we've already discussed many times before, I mean, going ahead with kind of exposing these abuses and working with organisations to change that sort of, you know, reform Interpol overall... Um, is is an important part of our work and an important part of, you know, everyone who's kind of come together in the same situation as you. And, of course, Interpol, as we said, we want to take this forward and use your case and, and many others um, as examples that this isn't just a rare occurrence. Interpol might do some good work, but in doing the work that is, you know, kind of good perhaps, you know, catching, uh, you know, all sorts of uh, terrible criminals, but when it comes to things like this, there are safeguards that they could have put into place that would have prevented you from having been listed on Interpol in the first place. So getting those safeguards on, on board, and I think part of that is making them financially accountable for, you know, the, the lack of policy in that area, that th things that they could have done to prevent this that they haven't done shows that they've failed in their duty of care. And I think the only way to really, as, as we have discussed, the only way, way to really make them accountable for that is to force that accountability through a regulatory body such as a court. And that's what we're looking to do next. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. But in the meantime, so yeah. let us deal with that. We've already done the, the preliminary yeah. interviews with, with that. So let us progress on, on that note and uh, and you hopefully yeah. plan plan your holiday in the meantime. And uh, yes, we'll put yes. that all together and you'll be seeing those documents in the coming weeks. So hang in there and, uh, and yeah. at least take a moment to enjoy your freedom. So you bring your up there. At least take a moment to enjoy your freedom and, and celebrate it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is, there, um, is there any kind of uh, potential that the Qatar could later on in the future put another case against me just to kind of cause problems is that, is that a possibility or is it once a one-time kind of only thing is I, that an extremely unlikely it, 
it i mean technically you could argue that if if there was some sort of political motivation behind qatar's notification of you that they might try to manipulate it if it was someone serious that the government were in pursuit of but um over the past um 15 years we haven't seen a single person be relisted once they've been removed and interpol actually has has regulations about relisting someone so they would probably not accept another notice from qatar on your case never okay. seen it happen um, and yeah yeah and um obviously um based on on this is it does this mean that i can go to any country um, and just stay away from Qatar, or is it kind of countries that Qatar does closely work with, like UAE and stuff like that, I should probably avoid? You should definitely avoid countries in the Gulf region that have alliances where they could still technically have you listed on their own sort of localised Gulf network, like the equivalent of yeah. Interpol within that area. So you should stay away definitely from there. Um, yeah. As far as if you are a high-value target and there was some sort of VIP person after you who really wanted your extradition, then I would also advise you to stay away from certain other countries who might be more cooperative in an extradition request. And of course, Qatar can still make extradition requests directly on a country to country basis, skipping over the Interpol protocol. So you would want to avoid, if the it, again, if you are a high-value target, you would want to avoid certain countries. For example, you might avoid uh, China or Thailand, countries that are more susceptible, India, uh, for example, more susceptible to those extradition requests. But I think yeah. it, I think in your particular case, I think you're rather safe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. always in the future, if you're planning to go anywhere a little bit bizarre, just come back and check with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, it's a <laughs> big weight off my shoulders now. Then huge weight off my shoulders. Definitely. So we'll just we'll take a moment. We'll take a breather, and then we'll uh, we'll get on with the. The punishment. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Hopefully we get something back from this. Exactly. All right, then. I'll send that okay. over to you and uh, speak to you soon, yes? Yeah, brilliant. Thanks for the good news. All right. <laughs> Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Golf Justice podcast. 